When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ben, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing great, Dave. How you doing? <laughs> I am great. I'm just uh, a couple hours out of seeing Sicario 2. Really excited to talk about this one. We've got another special remote episode for all of you. <laughs> yes, very special. And this is a special one uh, in particular because usually we talk a little bit of how we felt about the movie before the show. And this time, right. I, I have zero idea of what you thought of the film. So this, this should be interesting. Yeah, and um, for all of you, uh, this one will probably drop soon, uh, but we also reviewed the original Sicario, which will probably come next week, right? Right, so yeah, it, it'll probably come out. after this. Um, yeah, so so yeah, definitely. So, and it, also, it looks like there's, there might be a third movie coming out, and I know you talked, and you talked in our uh, Sicario 1 episode that there's sort of a spiritual trilogy or whatever you called it, but it looks like there's going to be an actual Sicario trilogy based on the end of this film. Yeah, yeah, an actual trilogy, uh, that's what it seems like. I mean, um, even before I saw this movie, the director had talked about a uh, you know, sequel to this one, so I mean, it's not really a spoiler um, to... Stefano Salima. Are you familiar with any of his work? I am not. I am not, Dave. I, not me either. Yeah. Um, I want to say this is the first film. I've, I haven't checked out his IMDb page yet, but um, yeah. So I think he deals in some other sort of mob type stuff, I think, yeah. is what I could tell. Yeah. Uh, just violent stuff. Yeah. I, My thoughts. Go ahead. Getting on this, into this movie, I really wasn't sure what to think. I thought the trailer didn't really show me all that much. And. To be honest, since we both love Denny Villeneuve so much, I think we're, at least me, I was sort of bracing myself for disappointment, and I could not have been more wrong. I thought this one was just as good as the first. It maybe in some ways exceeded it. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to talk about this thing, but I was very pleasantly surprised by this movie. I am so happy you said that because I, <laughs> okay. I was nervous about how you were going to feel about this film. But I, I mean, I'm going to throw it out there. I, I enjoyed it more than the first one. I'm just going to throw it out there right away. I was yeah. engaged from start to finish in this one, uh, whereas the first one, it's it's a slower burn. You know, I mean, it might yeah. be a better made film overall. Um, yeah. Just like um, you know, and like tonally. technical aspects, you mean? Right, yeah, technical aspects because you got Denny Villeneuve, yeah. you got um, Ro- Roger Deakins as a cinematographer in the first one, who finally won his it's first beautiful movie. Yeah, he won yeah, his yeah. first Oscar for cinematography for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which he worked with uh, Denny Villeneuve again. Um, yeah. So yeah, that technically might be better, but this one I just enjoyed a lot more. Just I was entertained the whole way through, and I. I was on the edge of my seat the whole way through uh, as well. Yeah, we get a lot from we get great Josh Brolin stuff, great Benicio del Toro stuff, and maybe like I think as well. I'm just going to hint now about the, the Emily Blunt character was 
it was a moral it presented moral choices for you but you just didn't you, that was sort of set aside here and you had a different component going on right yeah no definitely yeah it's it's definitely a different uh, tone to this film especially even you know from the first half to the second half I, uh, you know the second half kind of shifts tones but it worked for me either you know yeah. um uh yeah Josh Brolin you know when he's first introduced to this film I mean he just he just kicks you know he he t- t- takes it from where he left off in the last movie yeah. he was in Deadpool 2 I mean he's killing it this year he had Infinity War mm-hmm. uh to start the year then Deadpool 2 now this like I'm just becoming a real Josh Brolin fan I mean I I feel feel like I was a fan before but now I'm becoming like a super fan of his like he's I just want to see everything he's in now I feel like he just pops off the screen and uh he's he's just a badass man yeah, absolutely. We we get um, we get a little bit of that no country for old men feel here again. That sort of bleakness. That yep. Um, I don't know. I, I, how do you want to handle? I don't want to. You know, because this movie is fresh out. Um, how do you want to handle spoilers? Yeah, so let's. I I wanna I wanna talk spoilers, but I don't know if that's really a good idea here. Right. Well, let's let's just talk generally uh, first. Just give our you know feelings uh, off of it. Obviously, we've basically said our feelings. We really enjoyed this film, but um, yeah. Uh, but let's are just. We, are we clear with with spoiling the first one at least uh, to some extent? Yeah. Because that yeah. Just, that's 2015. So if we run into that ground, that's fine. Yeah. If we spoil the first one, that's fine. Let, let's talk uh, just non spoilers for now, and then maybe later on, you know, a few minutes from now, we'll. We'll get into spoilers if, if and give people warning. How does that sound, my friend? Yeah, that sounds great. Because and I was asking because what I feel like the first one would felt like like a like a real war. Um, yeah, and as opposed to a drug war, it felt like we were at the beginnings of that. And that was I think we both kind of agreed on that about the first one. And the second one, this sort of shows you the consequences of that war. They sort of made it like. It was almost like, hey, we've. It's almost like um, dealing with the aftermath of invading Iraq or something. Except it's the sudden, it's the southern border, and some of the things that we did and some of the things that happened in the first movie. Now we're paying the consequences of them, and hey, those didn't quite work out. So it presents a real dilemma here. This border thing is a real problem. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, they they kick it off right right away, you know, uh, in the film, you know, showing you know things at the border and what what a problem it is. Um, and you know, it de- definitely touches on you know the things that are happening today in the political right uh, game that's going on right now with the whole border thing, the wall, all that. Obviously, um, so it definitely you you feel that in this movie. Um, I thought one, one thing, if I could just jump in real, yeah. really quick, just for a second, the the opening like text in the movie says, uh, I forget what it exactly says, but it says the border is controlled by the cartels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a powerful statement, yeah, right? Definitely. I mean, that was not ambiguous at all, what, what they're telling us, what's happening. That's like, wow, that's that's quite the viewpoint there. That's not even like... I don't know, you know, a, a, a political debate. Right. This is like this thing is controlled by a criminal criminal gang. It's crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> and then they show you how. Yeah, yeah people coming through the, with their passports, and yet it's uh, you know, and you know, government government documentation, and yet it's being handled by someone that deals drugs. <laughs> it's it's crazy yeah. how, how much power they actually have. Um, uh, I will. I mean. This definitely felt. I, I mean, I mean, obviously, we talked about the consequences, things like that. I mean, this definitely felt more of just everything is more cinematic in this one. I'd say, whereas the first one did have more. I feel like realistic tones to it. 
Um, not that that's a, like this is more of an action flick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that that's a knock on it. Um, no, but uh, but yeah, I, I just feel like I, I never felt like oh this this could possibly happen. Whereas the first one, I definitely felt that way. I mean, I w- wouldn't say the second one that it couldn't happen, but at the same time, it just felt more. Like, like I said, cinematic. Um, yeah, but it's not a knockout. There's more distance. There's a little bit more distance in the action. There's some. There's some great. I mean, amazing uh, sequences here that I, I do not want to give away. That right. are incredibly intense, and could be. This can be a war, and a lot of it could be just have been a war film from anywhere on the planet, and it just happens to be. You know, in Mexico yeah. or just over the border, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's so but, unique that that this could actually. This is how you know because they were kind of comparing it to Afghanistan or Iraq in the movie, and yet exactly. it's it's our neighbors. It's it's Mexico and it's the drug cartel. It's not the Mexican army. It's the drug cartel that we we're gonna do the same tactics tactics we did in Afghanistan. We're not gonna do right. that to the cartel. <laughs> it's just it's so like crazy how. How you know big this uh, this cartel? I don't even know what to call it. Uh, enterprise is yeah, yeah, and we're left with these solutions of it's like another. It's um, when we when we do this war stuff, you know, in the Middle East, we at some point things that we do stop working, and then they realized some of the stuff that they did. I think they came out and flat out said it, which is in the first movie they killed the main mob boss, which was the end of the first movie. That's that's what I was talking about. Spoilers, but. The uh, the Matt uh, is it Graves or Gravel? The uh, anyway, the Josh Brolin character says, "Look, we killed the boss, and that didn't work." Uh, right? Yeah, we're, just, we're, <laughs> we're we're trying something new here. We're just like you know, we're just trying different stuff out. Right? Yeah, maybe we're... this will help. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, what they decide to do, and I don't want to give that away. What they decide to do in this movie, right. it is bold and it is insane. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's hard to say without giving stuff away. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I loved, uh, loved, loved Josh Brolin, uh, and then Benicio Del Toro, uh, again, killed oh, it in so this awesome. movie. These two characters are now becoming like almost iconic characters now within the, like the action film genre, uh, which is so cool to just kind of witness that, you know, in your eyes. And if there's going to be a third film, it's even more exciting that, you know, ah, awesome. We get to see these guys again. Um, I think that's an outstanding, outstanding point. Yeah, I think both of these characters are going to be. Yeah, because there's there's all there's still some. We got a little bit of confirmation on Alejandro, but he's very mysterious still. Right. Um, and, but actually, we got a. a, a you probably agree with this too. We got some nice touching moments with him too, and I don't want to give away that either. But uh, yeah, definitely, you got to see uh, a little bit of the softer side in him. Um, yeah. Which you can kind of see in the trailers. I mean, you see in the trailers that maybe at one point, you know, Josh Brolin's character and Benicio del Toro's character might, you know, be clashing a little bit. You know, they got a little bit of a difference of in opinion or a difference in yeah. uh, agendas, uh, orders. Uh, I guess you could say. Um, but uh, but yeah, these these two characters are just great. I mean, like I said, when Josh Brolin shows up, he just pops up the screen. Same with Benicio del Toro. Um, yeah. In some of these action sequences, I mean. He, uh, it's some of the best. I mean, I, I didn't know if they were going to um, uh, have another border type scene like in the first one, you know, that scene at the border yeah. where it was like tense right, right. and like what's going to happen. But I do feel like they did uh, have that. I, it felt like I was thinking that as that scene was happening, um, which I being so vague here, I don't want to <laughs> don't want to say what scene it was, but there's a certain. Right. But yeah. 
Yeah, well, I think they they the movie did a really good job, just generally of avoid of avoiding repeating what it did in the first one. So in that sense, you get the same characters and with the same problem, but it 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 really didn't um, you know run over the same ground. And in some way, obviously, you have the border, which you have to you know cross back and forth and all that. But each every time it was done in a unique way, and it was not it didn't feel like um, very you know stale or. You know, a, a rerun of the same thing, right. which I think you know a lot of these sequels they tend to do, which is why you're like, okay, this is lame. I pretty much just saw this before, yeah. And you're just trying to cash in on the success of the first one, and I think this one really was very conscious of that problem and uh, did a good job navigating it. Yeah, I would I would agree with you there. Um, yeah, it did not feel like uh, yeah the same story repeating itself. Um, and here I am just repeating what you said. So, um, But yeah. yeah, but I would agree too. The cinematography was really good. The, actually, this reminds me of um, we were both very critical of Jurassic World. Um, some of the action stuff. Right. Just the logic of the scenes. Would You'd probably agree with that, right? Yeah. No, definitely. You're watching it produced and you're like, come on, this this guy should be doing that thing. Right. You know, clearly right. they, they would have planned for this problem. And I didn't feel like that was, the, I thought all of the action stuff was really well thought, thought through on yeah. this one. No, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there was no, no point where I was rolling my eyes in this movie or anything like that. I, I would seriously would, like I said earlier, I was on the edge of my seat basically the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Like I was engaged the whole time. I was never bored at any point. Um, which uh, for the first Sicario, it, I will say there's points where I felt like it was, it was a little slow, you know, it was a little, yeah. you know, let's see what's going to happen. Let's get this ball rolling. Um, which again, which, you, what was that? Go ahead. No, no. Oh, I was just going to quickly ask if you know what the running time was on this. Cause if it definitely kind of felt shorter than uh, the first one, it's probably similar. I think the first one was like two hours, four minutes or something. Yeah. I think that's what this was. I think I looked on AMC. Okay. It was like two hours, two minutes or something. Yeah. So yeah, similar runtime, but yeah, this just this just was like bang, bang, bang. Everything was happening. I was interested what was happening the whole time, and uh, and yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. And again, I, I believe I enjoyed it uh, more than the first. Um, <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to say? Non-spoilers. I mean, Catherine Keener was in this. I think she she did it. I'm a big fan of her. Yeah, yeah. I think she's she's good. Like, you know, I know we had our you know opinions about Get Out, but I think she did a good job in Get Out. Was one of her recent I films. She was, I think she was. She turned in the best performance of Get Out. Yeah. I think is what I said, and I I believe that. I, I I think of her going all the way back to an old Seinfeld episode where she's uh, painting. Yeah, the, the painter. The, yeah, the Kramer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. She's, and uh, I really. I really liked her in um, Into the Wild. That's one. That's another standout yeah. of hers. In that, yeah. and I'm a fan. And then Whenever she's the, in anything, she has a good, uh, you know, solid performance as kind of the you know straight woman you know, in Forty Year Old Virgin. Like she plays off. Oh yeah. uh, Steve yeah, Carell very well. Yeah, she's a great actress. Obviously, is it Matthew Modine? He plays a politician in this. Um, yeah, guy from Full Metal Jacket uh, from Stranger. Things? Yeah, Stranger Things. Yep. Um, yeah, the, I want to say that the thing. Uh, Jeffrey Donovan is the one I always like to mention. He was this uh, mustache and glasses, <laughs> mustache and glasses <laughs> from the first one. Yeah, actually, what? Yeah, when I, I saw him because we recorded our Sicario episode before this, I saw him. I was like, oh, that's the guy Dave's yeah. talking about. Okay, yeah, he's cool. Anyone who's ever seen uh, USA's Burn Notice. Would uh, would loves Jeffrey Donovan because he's just an outstanding guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So yeah, I uh, really enjoyed this film. Definitely try to see it in the theaters if you can. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, let's uh, want to get into spoilers, my friend. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, yeah. go right ahead. Yeah, what do you mean, got in your mind? Nothing. Uh, not not too much. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously the 
the scene. I mean, I don't. There's just one that's standing out to me. That's a huge spoiler. Is when uh, Benicio get, del Toro gets shot in the face. I know. What I mean, you, they, the way they handled this was kind of cool. Yeah, right? I, mean, I you agree. Think he's dead, and he wakes up, and then oh man. I thought his brain was falling out of his head. Oh, my God. So, I mean, well, because when he first got shot, I was like, there's no way he was dead. And then I noticed they they did, like, kind of shoot toward the cheek. I was like, there's got to be a reason Uh for that. And then when he did that, I heard so many people in the theater go, ugh, gross. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was crazy. All it was was just clumping blood yeah. with with sand or whatever. Right? It was. Yeah. But yeah. I thought his I thought his head was falling out. <laughs> so did that kind of maybe take you out for a bit? It's like, how is he alive? Are you kidding me? Like when that happened? Uh no. The, for some reason that didn't bother me. Okay. I don't know. It just. I mean, it was a through and through, and it was that whole scene of him like getting himself up and cutting himself loose, getting in the car, driving, and then he crashes. I mean, I thought that was amazing. That didn't bother me one bit. Right. Yeah. I, I could see where there'd be criticisms where the people are like, come on, there's no way he's going to survive that. But, you know, I'm here suspending my disbelief here, so right. <laughs> that didn't bother me. Well, I mean, the whole scene of the kid, you know, when they're making him shoot him, um, you know, it was tense. Like, he, the one kid didn't shoot him, so the boss just yeah, yeah. kills him. It's like, jeez. It's brutal. Oh, speaking Some of, brutal uh, stuff in this uh, movie. Oh, definitely. The, the Day of Soldado means Day of the Soldier. Right, yeah. Uh, basically, so... I don't know if that's clear. I had to look it up. So yeah, I, I did know. too. I'm not I pressed up on my Spanish. No, yeah, I'm not saying like yeah, yeah, that's that's correct. I you, why didn't you know that? No, I, I had to look that up too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that whole beginning scene when they you know they bomb the oh the God. grocery store. Jeez. Well, and then the guy that uh, did a Alaha snack yeah. bar or whatever on the uh, at over the border. I'm sorry, Allah snack bar is like a weird. Some people say this. Allah, Allah Akbar. Yeah. Sorry, I've heard the Allah. Did snack you? Bar, um, I want to get. I guess one. I don't want to call it a flaw. I mean, I mean, I would okay. don't say this movie's perfect because I, I'll talk about the ending in a minute here. But well, they basically said it was ISIS that bombed the the store and was doing the bombs at like the border and stuff like. So the well, cartel the went, is paying terrorists to come in and do that. Terrorists that how, are using terrorists are using the cartel to come across the border, which is easier for them. So you, it's easier to get into Mexico than it is to the United States, or if you can like uh, get a ship to get into port, which I think was the, in the beginning. But I thought that later in the movie that they were saying that those guys that blew up the grocery store actually had they were Americans or something like that. But the guy we saw that came across the border that blew himself up, he was definitely a terrorist that came across. So right. It, it, it well, left it kind of vague there. So they were saying that the, the terrorists were getting a hold of the cartel asking for them to help them get across the border? Yeah, okay. they, they would pay them the way any other someone would pay a, cartel, uh, a coyote or whatever okay. they call them to, yeah. to get passage into the United States. So it's like, well, we got to shut this thing down if you're going to be blowing yourself up. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. These movies, I think we, I think we both struggled with the first Sicario, and now I'm struggling as I'm talking, <laughs> is, that, is that I don't want to say too much. I don't want to get political. No, yeah, wanna, yeah. I know what you mean. It, it's, it's difficult to talk about this because it's a very – it becomes an issue that you – I mean, you have to – I don't know. How do you deal with this? How do you navigate this massive problem? So I think in the first one, they're sort of saying – Look, what we're gonna do is we're, we're screw like um, you know seizing so many pounds of cocaine or whatever the drugs are. What we're actually gonna go do is go target these people and just go kill them, right? 
and what we find out in the second movie is that, okay, that was great, but, uh, and I was all for it uh, morally. I didn't mind. I'd rather do that than try to bust people. Yeah. You know, if you're going to kill, cut the head off a snake, fine. But then what they find out is that's not actually working. Right. And what they try now is to do something very out of the box. Well, that's what I, I love that scene when, you know, uh, Josh Brolin and Matthew Modine are first talking and he's like, you know, we want dirty. That's why we brought you here. So, I mean, they're like, right. you know, no, no rules this time. And I love that first scene when he, you know, he finally, he recruits uh, Benicio Del Toro and, uh, you know, they, they get the lawyer of one of the uh, cartel. And right. it, the scene we see in the previews where he shoots the gun really fast right at him. <laughs> it's just, it's just so cool. That. It's just like, I love that. no rules. I want to do that yeah, I know. <laughs> That's so cool. That's just one of the reasons Benicio Toro's character is so cool. He just he does cool things. He says cool things. And then you see he's, he's got a heart when, the, you know, they you know want to kill the, the girl. And he's like, no, you know. <laughs> But he has no problem uh, killing twelve really year old boys. He has no problem killing twelve no. year old boys in the first one. But you know that's yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, I think, and I think we touched on this in, in the first movie is that they're these are guys that aren't that are willing to kill any. If you're they, they draw the line right, and if you're on one side of the line, you're good. If you're on the other side of the line, we'll kill you without hesitation. Right. But there is it doesn't mean that they're monsters, right? They recognize that this girl is innocent. They they can kind of tell. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Again, even like I like that. Even Josh Brolin was reluctant to, you know, follow Keener's, you know, thing of we need to just kill her, you know, uh, change the narrative or whatever. Um, and Josh Brolin didn't want to do Come that. On, like, no. <laughs> um, he gets caught up in this war now. It's now the wheels have turned against him. Right, he was like a weapon to to do whatever the hell he wants. Now the powers that be have decided that this thing isn't really what we want to do now. And that sucks yeah. for him. And so, what the hell? What the hell is this about? Well, really and I like and I like the turn of his character because he, you know, they shoot up the guys, and then he has a chance to just kill her, and he doesn't. He brings her onto the chopper, and you know, says, "No, we're not doing that." Uh, so I liked yeah. I liked his character, you know, turn there. You know, he's not just this heartless, ruthless guy. You know, they do have he does have somewhat of morals. You know, uh, so I think that yeah. was a cool turn for his character. What do you make of that conversation between uh, Matt Graves and uh, Alejandro? That that last uh, that last chat that they have, where where he's like, "Look, man, we we can't let that happen. We can't let you come across the border." Was he when he said good luck? I mean, were they enemies here, or was he? <laughs> no, I was he sort of was he sort of like, "I hope you." You're safe and she's safe. I don't really want a problem. That's kind of how I, I think. Read it. Yeah, I think him saving the girl at the end, not killing her, was confirms that. Yeah, he meant yeah. that. Yeah, good luck. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm just gonna do my job. And if you get in the way, sorry, but if you were able to escape me, great. Because <laughs> he definitely didn't want to want to kill him. Yeah, and something I mentioned before, just you know, just before that scene that I just mentioned is um, where Alejandro takes the girl to this. Uh, I don't know, the farmer or just this poor house and the guy is deaf, his wife is deaf, and we learn that Alejandro knows how to sign because his daughter that who's now dead was was deaf. I thought that was really powerful, really emotional, really just strong. Me stuff, too. I love movie wise. I love that touch to this movie. Um 
And uh, yeah, I think again, that's I think this movie had a little more heart to it, and that's why I kind of maybe liked it more than the first one too. It's not yeah. so cold, but it's it's still a brutal film, and it's you know brutal reality of what what can go on. But I I do love that you know the the heart to it, and I love that the you know the whole you know him getting onto the ranch with the deaf guy. I think that was again a nice uh, touch to the plot. Um, yeah, if there was one. Uh- Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, you go. If there was one weak part of the film, I, I wasn't crazy about the kid um, that was getting mixed up in the in his cousin's business. You know, the, no, neither was I. Yeah, yeah, I mean, especially the ending. You know, this movie kind of ends abruptly. You know, it's just all right. One year later, you know, after Benicio gets shot and stuff, uh, and he's got he's like got the, his tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the question. I, I think this is left ambiguous. Which is the question is because Alejandro survives and he's alive, and he says, "You want to be a Sicario?" Now is Alejandro bitter? Did he turn in some way? Is That's, he going to turn this kid into something else, or is he going to turn him more to what we think he's going to be? Yeah. Um, like, Which is like a force to go against the cartels. I don't know. I think I, that's an open question. Yeah, I have no idea either, um, which I, I guess is good. I, I like that it's ambiguous. Um, it's just I'm not crazy about the kid actor, and I don't really care where he goes from here <laughs> i guess that's that's my thing like you said you know oh, so we're here to talk about your future so i'm like it, i'm still excited for the next one but it didn't get me as excited for the next one as i uh, probably should have been just because i'm like i don't really care to see that kid more <laughs> yeah well i guess that's true if the last if this is going to be a trilogy and the last one is going to be with this kid as like a main character then i, I would have to agree that i'm not too high on that right idea. But um, but yeah, I just love that Benicio came back, and he's just almost like a yeah. I I thought there was going to be more to it, him getting shot, like, and then running into the kid and getting his on the guys. Um, that you know, yeah, we did mentioned that to uh, him. No Country for Old Men. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I mentioned No Country for Old Men yet again, and he's almost like an Anton. Yeah, he yeah, can't definitely. Kill this yeah. Guy. He, he's he <laughs> is he is like a merchant of death, right? Exactly. You cannot kill death. No, nope. in a way, and he survived. <laughs> you know, he's almost like supernatural in a sense. Yeah, it's true. It's true, and that's what I think makes his character so cool. So, yeah, I really, again, I love this movie, and it's one of my favorites of the year so far. It's definitely in my top five of the year so far. So, um, I'm really thrilled with it. So, will you indulge me for a minute on some uh, some uh, some questions here, some philosophy? Here? Yes. What, what do we want to do? Just a couple of minutes. All right. So, the first movie we t- we think we sort of decided this was a war, right? Yeah. And we talked about the similarities between. Look, we go into Iraq, and this became like a full fred- full fledged thing. And I just ended up thinking at the end of this movie that maybe we just need to not mess around at all. Maybe we need to not. We need. Maybe we need to stop crossing into the border and doing this nonsense. Just like maybe we shouldn't be go be like in Afghanistan or in wherever we are, and just you know make a. I don't know. I mean, they talk about the wall or the barrier, <laughs> but maybe if I don't, I don't, I don't want to like endorse that idea for for politics, but just for the movie's sake within this this universe. If this is at all like reality, maybe we just need to. Not let anybody come in unless they've know, been authorized I, or something. I don't know what you're left thinking well, here. Well, I mean, it, it's like, go ahead. Uh, yeah, unless you're authorized. But I mean, look at the the kids who had the passports. You know, the kids who were, you know, the the cousin or whatever. You know, they had passports and were able to get right in. You know, they were That's quote true, unquote yeah. legit. 
but uh, you know they were still able to get in. So I mean, you're still going to get people who pose <laughs> as good guys who are actually bad guys. Um, but yeah, I, I do. It's where I thought maybe you were going with that is just you know kind of just handling things that are on our side. You know anything? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah we forget them, but I mean, well, it, within that, if you're not good, no, go ahead. No, because I mean the the first movie starts with Emily Blunt raiding that one house and it's got the bodies in the wall and everything. So it's like, yeah, deal with stuff that's over here. You know, I don't think we're going to be able to 100% stop things from getting over here, but at least, you know, maintain our side, you know, not where <laughs> things that happen on their end, that's their problem, you know? <laughs> right. So, so we've come full circle then. We're back to where we started. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's an... With IEDs in the shed and bodies aligned in the walls. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's winning this game. I think there's just maintaining it, like kind of like I said in the in the Sicario episode. Oh, that's that's it right. sucks. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's really does suck. And this, I mean, these are questions that are far beyond us. And this is obviously a movie uh, that you know depicts you know somewhat what's happening in reality. I don't know what's going on at the border. It could be this bad. I don't know. Yeah, I hope it's not. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we're sort of left again with no answer. I would agree. I mean, that's like. Um, Part of it's it's a despair. Both of these movies are are, are sad in that way. They they, they kind of leave a hole inside of you. Yeah, nothing's really solved after these. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's tough, but uh, yeah, it's just the it's the sad reality, unfortunately. But um, they're they're still enjoyable. No, yeah, I mean they're enjoyable. <laughs> for, like I said, more. I mean that's the that's the action flick side. You know, that's our you know how we like. I mean, everyone likes violence. I mean, let's let's not let's not lie here. Yeah, it's just it's it's a fun movie to watch, but at the same time, it does get you uncomfortable. Which uh, got me. There's a quote that says, uh, "Good fiction's job is to disturb the comfortable and to comfort the disturbed." And I think that does a little of both in this movie. So um, you know, oh, that's great. That's yeah, great I love quote. that quote. That's good yeah, stuff. it's uh, it's one of my favorites about you know just art and in fiction things like that. Like, um, and and yeah, I think that's a good. This movie's a good example of that. Oh, and something as opposed to like a Tarantino movie, which feels completely detached from all reality. This one is bringing in a bit of reality on top of an action film. Um, you get all the great action film stuff, but also it makes you contemplate stuff that's going on really in the world. I mean, you don't get that in Pulp Fiction. You don't get that right. in, in a lot yep. of this stuff. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so you, you actually have to start analyzing a brutal action film, but also within the context of the real world and stuff that's going on. So this is a very timely movie. So it makes it really interesting. And I, I think, I think we both think <laughs> that these movies are going to be. Um, they're going to stand the test of time. No, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the acting, the 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 characters are just so cool plus yeah, the 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 story and just the 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 tone of the movie. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. Um how would uh, how would you rate this film? Well, I started saying I didn't write anything down. Uh but I started I haven't saying been I lately. thought this was I haven't been writing haven't it down been... lately. I've been winging it. I don't know if that's, that's a good, good. thing. Well, I usually well, I feel like I've been writing. Well, I know I've been writing them down, and then you're and then you're going then going off of what I say. <laughs> no, no, no. So, well, so I, I mean, want you I, to go first. Tonight. I will. Um, well, and one <laughs> one thing is, I, I like to not write it down because as we talk it out, like you know, yeah. not just this movie, but I'm just saying, like as we talk movies out, I'm like I I understand more and like I appreciate more, or I might not like thing something as much. So like it definitely can. You know, really change it. But I'll give my I'll give my yeah. rating. Um, 
Yeah, but I do want to say just real quick, I totally agree with that approach. Although sometimes I talk things out too far. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, <laughs> we stumble. No, I, and, yeah, I'll let it go. Yeah, exactly. I would love to hear what you think about this. Movie. Um, I uh, I'm gonna give it uh, four stars and four buckets of popcorn uh, out of five uh. for each. <laughs> uh, I think this is an outstanding film. Uh, might be a little high on the stars there for most people, but I don't know. I just really I thought this was a good quality film and also just very entertaining. I I really enjoyed it. What, what, what about you? I think uh, because I can never remember anything that I do, you know, five minutes ago. I think I gave the original three and a half uh, stars and I think three buckets of popcorn. Yeah, it sounds about right. I th- I think I'm right there and honestly leaning four stars. I'm just going to give it the fourth star on this one. I think it exceeds it, which, you know, as like, uh, you know, we're not cinephile. We're just guys who love movies and we try to talk about them intelligently. You know, how, how are you going to, you know, say the original from Denny Villeneuve is, is going to be exceeded by a sequel from a director we don't know? Right. But, yeah, I think in some ways this one beats it out. In a lot of ways it does. It, it It's... Very surprising how good this film yeah, is. Yeah, definitely, and, and especially with the entertainment, uh, entertainment wise. I mean, this this movie, I like. I want to go watch again. Whereas the first Sicario is like, oh, I'll, I'll step back and maybe not watch it for a little while. It's a little yeah. The first one, it, it's two hours, and you like, like you said, you like the craftsmanship of the movie, but parts of it, it's a bit of a slog. Yeah, which I did not, you know, on rewatch for our show, I I wasn't expecting, and I'm like, okay, we're kind of slow here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, and I saw that. Uh, sorry, just real quick. Part two, it it definitely borrowed heavily though from the first one. So maybe I'm rethinking that four yeah. started back to three and a half because you it felt like it was doing the same soundtrack stuff. It was copying some copying you know not you know bad way, but it was imitating flatter in, in a flattering way some of the shots and the approach, which isn't bad. It kept continuity. Yeah, yeah, continuity exactly. So I mean, what's your? You didn't give a popcorn either. So are you saying you're going back to three oh, and a half stars? Nah, what the hell? I'll do four stars and three bucks of popcorn. All right, there you go. All right, folks. A lot of fun. Yeah, I, I really like this I, movie. I did too. I mean, I, again, I I think it might be my I don't know third favorite movie of the year outside of Infinity War in a Quiet Place. Uh, I think so. I think this it is might better be than there. Deadpool. Uh, it's a, I mean, Deadpool. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I putting, think we gave Deadpool like. Five bu- five buckets of popcorn. Right? Yeah, I, I mean it's so it's so entertaining. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean it's it's either Deadpool or this or number three. I don't know. Um, we'll see. I think this when is we... better than Deadpool. Yeah, um, but Deadpool, yeah, it's just so entertaining. But yeah, I mean this is a better film than Deadpool for sure. But but yeah, that's 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 our take. You got any got anything else, my friend? No, not much. Other than uh, if you, well, if you've lasted this long into the spoilers, you've probably already seen it. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And if you've got any questions, let us know or any any uh, challenges. Good yep. to hear that. But <laughs> this was just an outstanding film. It's nice to be pleasantly surprised by a movie. In this one, I definitely was. Yeah, definitely. Engage the whole way through. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast and uh, you know, reach out to us. Let us know what you thought of this movie. We love having conversations about movies with you folks. And uh, and yeah, my, uh, my personal account is at BlockbusterCast. I'm at Dave underscore Quist. And yeah, that's all I got, my friend. <laughs> well, it was uh, great seeing you. You know, where I'm looking at you on Skype, which is a little bit better than looking at you like right in the same room. Yeah, I, I know. Kinda, I could turn you off and just walk away, yeah. which is great. I don't, I don't have your musk right next to me, so that's that's pretty. I know nice. it isn't. 
It is quite the fragrance that I emanate when I'm around. <laughs> the only thing I don't I like don't is the is the little delay we have. We'd like a, there's like a half second delay here. I know we're, we're like talking talking over each other, and I know I'm I'm guilty of that more than you. And I, I do apologize if I did that too much today. And I apologize for any of you listening if I, if it's annoying you. I try, I'm, we, try, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. We all forgive you. I I'll speak for everybody. We forgive you. All right, folks. Well, that you know, I get excited. You know, I know. I, I feel I know. like I got a point to make, and if I don't make it, I'm going to lose it, and I'm going to die if I don't make my point. So <laughs> I know. And they're so brilliant. You probably you know? will I mean, die. How could you lose this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will. I definitely going to kill over <laughs> <laughs> all right folks well that is it for us for Davo, i'm ben secord and as always grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys oh no oh whoa, oh we're not whoa, over whoa, we're not whoa, over whoa, just whoa. kidding we've got no <laughs> we're not over because we've got something special coming up we've got a special guest coming up over the i don't know when we're going to release these shows but we do have yep. a special guest right we sure do yeah well, my brother's coming on we're going to do a little we're going to get back into star wars a little bit we're going to do a <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, analysis show on A New Hope, which we haven't done yet. It's the last uh, trilogy, original trilogy film we uh, to do, so what we're mo- going to do that. Wait, what movie is this? Uh, it's called Star Wars A New Hope. It came out way back in 1977, so definitely... You is that have, on Netflix? Yeah, make sure you watch it before. I don't know if it's on Netflix. You're going to have to do some digging for it. I never heard of it, but I'll, I'll certainly yeah. try to do my See research. See what you can do. And then we'll also do, <laughs> okay. we'll also do a top five uh, secondary Star Wars characters. So that should be fun. We're just lo- we love the I don't know and I, I know you love the deep dive into Star Wars. I do too. It's just yeah. it's so much fun for me. I don't definitely. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> All right, folks. All right, am I am I good to end the show now, Dave? <laughs> yeah, you have permission. All right, now. <laughs> cool. Um, and did I? Uh, yeah, it'll be my brother Matt uh, will be on the show for those. I don't know if we. I even mentioned that just now, but <laughs> yeah, Matt Secord. Um, he's very uh, his you know his movie knowledge is is really good. This guy knows Star Wars more than I do. I think so. Uh, <laughs> he'll make a fool of me. <laughs> there you the go. Star Wars knowledge is unparalleled, and he is such a nerd, and I love it. The Star <laughs> Wars knowledge is strong with this one. That was the nerdiest thing. All right, folks. Well, again, that's it. All right, I'm done. All right. For Dave, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the movies.